News Talk 1110-993-WBT, the Pete Callender Show, 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, so last night, according to Charlotte City Councilman Tark Bakari, it was the same old, same old, and we decided we weren't going to lay down and let our hard work go wasted because one person who doesn't even have a vote is allergic to anyone doing anything with external parties other than her. If you question that, go back to the retreat and see what she did when we tried to help get the transit plant back on track and engage Raleigh and the towns. All we're trying to do is find efficiencies and make service levels better for residents. And somehow she is threatened by that. Charlotte deserves better. All right, so Tark Bakari is talking about Mayor Vi Lyles. And in the meeting last night, he essentially accused her of having some sort of back-channel discussion, some chat with County Commission Chairman George Dunlap, which prompted Dunlap to write a letter to the city council saying, we don't want any part of your idea for any further consolidation of services. No discussion, no interest. We don't care to do any of that. Even if it does save a whole bunch of money for taxpayers. Screw you. We're not interested in talking. That was, And then what he wrote in the letter apparently indicated that he was not fully informed. I know that's a shocker. He was not fully informed of what the committee had actually proposed. There was an earlier proposal that came from city staffers. He saw that or heard about that. He quoted that, apparently, and that was not accurate because the committee blew that up. They crushed it in the committee. They were like, thanks a lot for your effort there, city staff, but this isn't for you. This is for us to do. And so they they got rid of that stuff and wrote their own language, which passed out of committee unanimously, was pretty benign, and then goes to city council last night. But Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening, Dunlap fired off this this email, this letter. And Bakari said this smacks of the racial equity task force, the same thing or initiative, rather, that the uh, that the mayor did, whereby they got council to approve a whole bunch of money. And then she turned around and did a big press conference announcing this money would be used for her racial equity initiative, which. She doesn't get to vote on. She doesn't control the purse strings because we have a weak mayor system here. So she had to get council to approve this stuff and then get to brand it as hers. And some council members did not take too kindly to that political machination. And so Bukhari and Braxton Winston see the same sort of machinations at play here. And he he says that. He says only one person is able to change the agenda, to uh, to make these changes and, and have those conversations, and that's the mayor. And then here is how Mayor Lyles responded. Mr. Bakari, once again, your um, personal attack on what the mayor's role is is unwarranted, untrue, and if you persist in doing this, it's just not going to matter anymore. At least have the common courtesy to call me and talk to me about something if it's coming up like this. Because there's no reason for me not to tell you the truth. And I don't know why you would make the assumption otherwise. Okay, so 
I'm not sure I actually heard a denial there that she talked to George Dunlap. She talked about the mayor's role, which is always weird to me when people refer to themselves in the third person. It is. I mentioned this the other day with the candidates all talking about we, we, we. Eh, no, it's you. It's it's I. You're the candidate. Um, I understand if you're talking about like your family or your team, whatever. But when they talk about I think they just they say we so many times about their campaign in order to be inclusive. I think they just start referring to themselves as we then by habit. But let's take another listen. Maybe she actually does deny having a conversation with George Dunlap about this idea. Mr. Bakari, once again, your um, personal attack on what the mayor's role is, is unwarranted, untrue. And if you persist in doing this, it's just not going to matter anymore. At least have the common courtesy to call me and talk to me about something if it's coming up like this. Because there's no reason for me not to tell you the truth. And I don't know why you would make the assumption otherwise. All right, I can. I I, I actually know a couple things here. Um, Number one, if he were to have picked up the phone and called you, you then become the holder of the information. Why funnel more power and control through you if you're the problem, right? If you're the one who talked to George Dunlap or emailed with him or texted him or whatever, if this information came from you, then why would he empower you further? Because you're obviously working to undermine him, either intentionally or not. But you did. You undermined the committee's work. That's the first reason. Just off the top of my head, I could think of that one. But she says this personal attack on what the mayor's role is, and then she says is untrue. On So the attack on what the mayor's role is, what, what role specifically are you discussing? Is that, is that a denial or is that an admission? Because I could read it either way. I really can. You can say that it's untrue, like your your framing of my role is untrue. But that would be an admission that she did speak to George Dunlap. Or she's saying that my role was not speaking to George Dunlap. We did not get clarity on that. She did not say for sure, one way or the other, if she was the source of Dunlap's misinformation. Winston then says uh, that there appear, or Braxton Winston says there appears to be back channel conversations that are putting out the wrong information. Because uh, Chairman Dunlap's uh, 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 letter that I just received today, but uh, was received by the mayor and, and the manager last week after our committee meeting, was misinformed. Um, somebody did not give him the wrong language. Almost felt like. Somebody was trying to set up, up a conversation um, that we were having in earnest uh, to fail. Um, it took pieces of the conversation uh, that was had in committee um, and, 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 and framed them um, in the incorrect light. Now, if, if those actual conversations and that, that, that information that Chairman Dunlap did receive was true, I understand the reaction that he would have had, but that is a, a com- completely opposite uh, than the work of the committee, uh, than the work of the staff and the conversations that, that, that we have been having. He said 
that when a council member is doing council business at the committee level, other members should not be bringing other people from outside into that business. It's a real whodunit here. I think it's the mayor. Just heads up. With the candlestick in the library. Uh, no, I don't know. It, it, it could also... I've got some audio here from Councilman Malcolm Graham. Kind of maybe sort of sounded like could have been him too. So I'm not sure. <laughs> not really sure. Why does this matter? Pete, why are you talking about this? Why does it matter? That's a good question. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. No, it matters because you are achieving a level of dysfunction between the city council and the county commission that is pretty remarkable considering they're all basically Democrats. Why is that happening? Why is this happening? City and county people can't even discuss stuff? That's a leadership problem. Hey, News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Pete Callender show here. And uh, 704-570-1110. So let me, uh, let me clarify, because I was chatting with George during the commercial break there. And this is my opinion. This is a failure of leadership. And not just uh, the mayor, but uh, also the county chairman. Uh, but also, whoever the staffers are, I mean, because you got to remember, you're talking about these different levels of government And they can get pretty protective of their bureaucratic fiefdom. And I don't know who all was involved in changing stuff around and who talks to whom. But remember, Mayor Lyles came out of the city of Charlotte uh, manager's office, Pam Seifert's. She was uh, one of the assistant city managers. So she plays this game, this political game, very well, all behind the scenes with phone calls. And that's why, I mean, she literally just tells Tark Bakari. You know, pick up the phone and you should call me and discuss this stuff with me, which, again, narrows the information funnel. And it puts her in control. So I don't blame Bakari for taking it to her. In fact, this is a more open and honest way to do it. Let people like me see what's going on. And the fact that Braxton Winston was also on board with this makes it bipartisan. What? was done was done to undermine the work of the committee what was the work of the committee to look at creating efficiencies in government to what benefit well theoretically they would cost less which theoretically that would be of benefit to charlotte taxpayers which are who these are the people that the representatives are elected to represent and to work for and to serve That's why I say it's a failure of leadership, because the leader should be recognizing that they are there because they're supposed to be looking out for the best interest of the citizens. And if somebody went behind the committee's back to undermine their work to help citizens, that's a failure of leadership. And it's actually kind of a violation of your oath. I just saw this. Brian Cox, he is Parks Commissioner and Observer of Public Policy. Um, in Charlotte, so Parks Commissioner, um, he said Mecklenburg County Board of County Commissioners 
should actively engage the city of Charlotte regarding consolidation or dissolution, for that matter, via joint committee. City county managers should not impede. And the Mecklenburg Board of County Commissioners chairman, George Dunlap, that role is not the same as the city mayor. And that is true. They are not the same. Dunlap has more power on his body than the mayor has on hers. Um, she, yeah, she, and Bakari was, uh, was right. She doesn't even get to vote. Well, I guess on the uh, on certain protest petitions or something, right? On the, There's some zoning area that she gets to vote on. Okay, so Braxton Winston, he's trying to figure out, like, who could have been the person to sabotage, to kneecap our consolidation talks? But somehow that, that, uh, that, 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 um, that courtesy was not, um, was not given here. And some of the quotations that uh, uh, Chairman Dunlap had could only have come uh, from um, council-provided uh, documents, um, and it is hurtful. Yeah, and I just said I think that's a really excellent point, uh, uh, Braxton. Is that um, this is in no way uh, an indictment or saying something negative on Commissioner Dunlap's email? The fact that he sent that email to Lar- uh, Braxton's very good point is not at issue. It's how he came to that misinformed position and and decided to send an email. Great point. Hang on, hang on. I think we need to also entertain another possibility here. Is it possible? I'm just spitballing. There are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity. Is it possible that George Dunlap achieved his level of misinformation purely on his own? Is that possible? I know. I think it might be possible. George Dunlap, have you seen him run a meeting? George Dunlap is perfectly capable of messing this up all on his own. Maybe he was watching the committee on television when they were having their debate, and maybe he, you know, quit paying attention halfway through. Again, have you seen him run meetings? Anyway, maybe he, uh, well, he, he does pay attention. Okay, that's an unfair, all right, that's a cheap shot. Sometimes I take them, but I apologize. That was a, he just, he loses track of the motions. That's really the problem. He doesn't, right. But maybe he, maybe, I don't know, his internet cut out, right? Maybe he fell asleep because it was a really long committee meeting or something. Or maybe he relied on some staffer to watch the thing and and bring it to him. Or maybe he had a conversation with somebody at the city council. Maybe he had a conversation with some staffers. I don't know. I did see Vilma Leak show up and Pat Cotham show up at the city council meeting last week, though. Remember that? When everybody at, uh, from the CATS operation was screaming and yelling at the city council members about the violence on the buses and such, I did see two county commissioners whipping up the crowd a little bit. Yeah. I wonder if there's some bad blood going on there. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Going over the Charlotte City Council meeting from last night where the two co-chairmen, Tark Bakari and Braxton Winston, Republican and Democrat respectively, um, co-chairs of the Intergovernmental Relations Committee of the City Council, they got kneecapped, they say. They didn't use that term. Sabotage. They didn't use that term either. 
back-channel conversation is the term that Winston said. And they believe that it was the mayor. I don't know what the evidence is, except what they explained, that only one person can mess around with the agenda like this person uh, could do, and that's the mayor's role. And it was prompted by... So they have a committee meeting, city staff shows up, and they're like, here's a bunch of stuff that you guys should look at consolidating. And the committee is like, throw that stuff away. We don't want that. That's not the point of what the work we're trying to do is. We're trying to just have a conversation about, is this something you guys would be open to? We're not interested in starting to limit things at this point. We just want to talk. And so... They scrap all that, they write some language, and they're like, this is going to go to the full council because now we're going to actually require some staff and resources to be devoted to this idea. So we need full council approval. So fast forward then a couple weeks, and Thursday night, Mecklenburg County Chairman George Dunlap sends out a letter saying that the county is not interested in any kind of consolidation talks, and then apparently lists, I've not seen the letter, but apparently lists some of the items that the city staffers had presented that the committee threw out. And this takes Bakari and Winston by surprise. They're the co-chairs like, this wasn't what we did. What is he talking about? So they start trying to track it down, and they also notice that that letter from Dunlap is part of their materials up for debate at last night's council meeting, rather than the language that the committee actually unanimously approved. Somebody did a switcheroo. Who could have done such a thing? We don't know. But it's probably the mayor. But we don't know. Maybe it's also the city manager. I don't know. I don't know who all did what. Be very clear about that. But I do think it's important to recognize that George Dunlap is quite capable of achieving misinformation status all on his own. Okay? Mayor Pro Tem Julie Isel was a bit confused by all of this. Maybe. Was she? Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. That's my fault. I had my computer muted. Let's try that again. Yeah, I feel a little bit in the dark here, even as a committee member, so I would ask that that email would be shared with us. Well, again, I, I agree, Ms. Eisel. It was, um, I was in the dark um, until staff provided that email. I believe they might have pro- uh, provided that in, in the email that they sent to you uh, two hours ago. Um, but I was um, I was made aware of this email via hearsay at the end of last week and was just provided that email by staff um, about two hours ago. Okay. Well, I would ask staff if it was not given to all of us, if we would all get it. So get that. They haven't even gotten the email. So they didn't even know. Winston just heard about it from somebody else on Thursday. And they started to try to track this down because they didn't see the email until right before the meeting. And I am... Um, and I would say um, Chairman Dunlap on his written email, uh, written letter, he did CC the city council. So we should have received that. Weird. Um, Post haste last week. Weird. Okay, it was. I don't speak to the council. I don't think we got it. Oh, I I'm um, just saying it was CC did not. to the. We didn't. We didn't generate it. So. So now nobody got the email. Nobody even saw the letter. The plot thickens. It came from the county. 
chair's office and it copied you guys. Mr. Um, Winston was on a call with um, Mr. Driggs and I and we had a really long in-depth conversation that had nothing to do with Chairman Dunlap's letter but a conversation about what the historical part of this was, what how other studies that had been done and the conversation was basically around let's pull that information out. Now Mr. Bakari was invited to that meeting and did not have a chance to participate but Mr. Winston, I think, hope that you would agree that Mr. Driggs and I commented on the process and how, who needed to have the communication, and this was prior to Mr. Dunlap's letter. Oh, wait a minute. So here you've got the mayor saying she was on a call with Ed Driggs, Braxton Winston, talking about this consolidation deal. So it does seem like she's got her fingers in this subject matter, doesn't it? So my position has never changed, has never wavered on what I said to you in that meeting. And I think that Mr. Driggs will attest to that. Yeah, um, yeah um, and, I, and I did reach out to um, Chairman Dunlap after, after that. Um, um, personally, we, we, we cleared some things up. Um, um, but I will say what we received on our committee report out on Thursday um, that Ms. Harris sent, it did not include our language, but it had a paragraph explaining um, and with quotes from Mr. Dunlap's letter, um, um, and basic, which basically said, we don't want to do any of this, and it was kind of the end of the readout, so that we weren't going to do anything well, about Well, since it. So I was in was Austin, not, Texas, since I was in Austin, Texas, when the document came out and didn't have, have it over the weekend, I just saw it today. So I think that Mr. Bakari... I treat you with as much honor and respect as you deserve as an elected official, and that's about the end of it. Oh! Yeah. This is, uh, this is no bueno. Not good. Something is going on here. She's accused by Bakari and Winston. But something is going on. Because somebody gave info to Dunlap, it appears, and what happened to the email? And why is the write-up of the committee's report changed? Who changed that? How did that happen? I'm telling you, it's a real whodunit. Um, Iselt... Uh, is up next. She's the uh, mayor pro tem. And I realize I'm not going to have time to play the cut here before the break because it's a, it's about a minute. But a key piece of evidence emerges mere moments away. All right. A key piece of information emerges in the whodunit. Charlotte City Council Intergovernmental Relations Committee kneecapping, sabotage. Julie Iselt is the vice mayor or mayor pro tem. And she echoed Councilman Malcolm Graham's concern that maybe the structure of this current effort, like you, Bakari, um, maybe the structure of this current effort was not workable as in maybe Bakari shouldn't be leading it. You know, I, I mean, I brought up the example of our solid waste. 
what would be in our best interest to renegotiate is not in the county's best interest from a profit standpoint. So there is going to be conflict. Right, no matter what topic you, if we feel there's a benefit, it'd be great if there was a benefit for the county, but that's not going to be the case on a lot of major things. And so I almost feel like without shooting arrows at each other on a topic that's very sensitive, we have to stand back and say, maybe with our colleagues on the county commission, what's the best way to do this? There might be things that they feel like they would like to take over that we don't want to give up. But I don't know that this is the right way. It, clearly, this isn't the right way to go about it because we can't even get through this. Um, I want to say thank you um, that um, our staff just gave, just looked up the email that Chairman Dunlap sent. He sent it to a group email address in which it was misspelled. And so it did not go to the full council, even though the intention was that it supposedly did. He misspelled the city council email address. So that's why they didn't get his. <laughs> All right. See what I mean? Maybe it's possible that he got misinformed all on his own. It is possible. But Braxton Winston did point out that city staff got it and they should have forwarded it as well. Some, so they, they have had access to that letter. Um, and as I said, Bakari then kind of comes back. He says somebody is kneecapping this whole process. Let's 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 try to figure out what everyone's value prop is with no preconceived notions. We don't come into this thinking we want to own this or that. We're thinking we want to achieve the outcome and where we're headed. So uh, that's why I think this approach is is never been done like this. And that's why it's so like I mean you can clearly see we're frustrated because we're trying to do something that has not been done, and it's as as Malcolm said, it's incredibly hard. And then to fi figure out that, you know, the call's been coming from inside the house the whole time, it it'll be hard enough outside, let alone that, that we're, we're, being, we're, we're facing headwinds inside this before we even get through our body, before we can even talk to you all. So if you're wondering where the frustration that he and I are both feeling right now comes from, it's been hard to get to this point. And then magically when stuff disappears and other language appears, it just puts us in a spot where we feel like, you know, we're pushing into the wind, and then someone's got a rope around our waist and is pulling us back. City Councilwoman Renee Johnson also expressed concern about the process and the potential that somebody had sabotaged the committee's work. We know how hard it is to get things changed on council. Um, it takes six council members to agree on, on something to get something on the agenda. Um, and then for it to go to committee... And it to be shot down before there's even a recommendation made because of potential politics um, it is concerning. I would have liked to have seen the to approve what the committee chairs recommended, and then when they when a recommendation was made, then we vote on it as a full council, like we do all other issues. So it's it's just con it's it is concerning as a committee member. When you work really hard, I mean, someone could say, why are we addressing source of income uh, discrimination? We know that landlords don't want that. But that didn't happen. So the process was flushed out. So it is, it is concerning that this is being suspended, you know, midway um, before recommendations are made, before um, the research is done. There might have been touch points where it would have been effective or efficient. But we are shooting this, it feels like we're shooting this this recommendation down before it's even 
perfected or before it's even researched. Correct. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> you have identified the issue correctly. And uh, not only that, I don't even know if it's based on anything other than personalities. This could just be a way to kneecap Bakari. Malcolm Graham said some stuff too last night. I don't have time to play the cut. But he said, you know, and I remember him making these comments a month ago. He's like, oh, we should have, you know, lots of people talking with other people, informal conversations and all this stuff. He could very well have been the one to talk to Dunlap. He called it a quiet campaign. That could have been the way. But then they said, hey, why don't we do this? How about we tell the the committee, go work with the county commissioners and get get an agreement from them to explore any functional efficiencies in some specific area and then come back to the full council. And Bokari's like, we've already been doing that. <laughs> we've we've been meeting with two county commissioners and two school board members. We've already done some of this to test their uh, abilities and the, the general sense of the board. And then somebody went to Dunlap and gave him this information. Now, Ed Driggs pointed out there was an open committee meeting. It was televised on the YouTube channel. And so... Maybe Dunlap saw it himself, and he said this was a concern that when you start raising any specific area, people are you're you're going to get opposition. Isolt then said, um, or no, sorry, the mayor then takes a final veiled shot at Bakari. I want to say um, just a few things. We have had successful consolidations, and they took time and effort and lots of conversations. The last two were CMPD. It used to be Charlotte Police Department, and now it's Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. And one that was really, really important was parks and recreation. So to say that this has never happened before is something that I think we need to learn from and say what is really out there is truth and to look at some of those processes. I believe time changes things too and people do things differently. But there has to be, and when I was in the private sector doing consulting, we had a we had a saying that said that if you want a great result, you have to have good process, good data, and the right people in the room. And I would ask you, in this process that we're talking about today, if we want a great result, we ought to look. Do we have a good process? Mm. Do we have good data? Uh. And do we have the right people in the room? And I think we've fallen short in this conversation in say, achieving all of those three things that make this work and be possible. Ooh, she said. So she's saying Bakari is not the right person to be leading this, right? That's one of the. Do we have the right people in the room? No, we don't. Who's the right people? Maybe she thinks she is. I don't know. But that's the fight going on right now, and uh, that is also some Democrat on Democrat action. But it is on it is a council versus mayor and manager kind of fight going on. We'll keep an eye on it. News is next.